Amen. If you have your Bibles, turn me to the book of Jude. Book of Jude. We'll be reading verse number 17. This morning we want to share with you one day. It's, uh, of course, you've probably seen the banners up there already that were kind of laying out our new ministry, outreach ministry here at North Devon. I wanted to take it today and take a moment and share with you what God has impressed upon my heart. And we've been working with church leadership, Sunday school teachers we've been meeting. And this is a ministry outreach that has been many months in the making. And so we're not taking slightly. We've done our best to lay this out as best as we can. Um, to have a ministry where we can be effective in reaching out to you. I'll be honest with you, although we are about three months into the preparation for this, we will be watching it today, starting at Tuesday night, and I still feel like I am overwhelmed with all the work that needs to be done to get ready, but we, are, we will be ready by Tuesday evening. One day is a ministry that we want to launch here at North Etowah, and the concept behind this is that we are asking every member, every person, whether a member or attender at North Etowah, um, we're asking every believer to commit to giving one day a year to God for outreach. That doesn't seem all that unrealistic, does it? One day a year. That is broken down into 12 hours a month. For 24 months, or 12 months, which is 24 hours, one day. And so we're asking that we would give one day a year to outreach to help impact our community, our city, and our surrounding area with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, you'll see that we have evangelized, encouraged, engaged, interceded, invite five areas that we want to uh, look at trying to impact and there are ministries I'll be sharing momentarily more about this but uh, our the whole desire is that as a church we would become more faithful in reaching out to those who are either uh, a part of this church there are many in our community that are members here who are no longer engaged with our church we want to reach out to them but also to those who are unchurched we want them to know that North Etowah is a people and a place that cares about our city and their eternal soul. And mostly that's what this is about. So Jude, uh, verse number 17. Down in verse number 17, the Bible says, But you, beloved, remember the words which were spoken before by the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. How they told you that there would be robbers in the last time who would walk according to their own ungodly lust. These are sensual persons who cause divisions, not having the Spirit. But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And on some, have compassion, making a distinction. This word distinction here, this last verse says, and to some have compassion, make a distinction. Often it has been translated in some versions as making a difference, and both words are correct. 
although distinction may give a little clearer translation because it shows that there is a distinction here between these people and those who are listed back in verse number 18 and 19, those who are mockers, who are sensual people who cause division and that do not have the Spirit of God. Thus, the people who are making a difference, those who have compassion that make a distinct difference in, in this world and impact uh, the kingdom of God for a positive way, they are people that, uh, that are those that do not cause division, those that are filled with the Holy Spirit of God, those that evangelize and make a difference. And so that's what it is. It's about us having compassion and making a distinct difference in our community, that we separate ourselves apart from others who may claim to love and know God, and that we as a church, we... We distinguish ourselves by not just saying that we love people, but that we display that we love people. Not just by saying that we believe in the power of Jesus Christ, but that through our actions and our deeds, we display the power of Christ to those that we evangelize to. And that is what the, the thought process and the ministry of one day, what we are to engage in. In Verse number 23, the Bible says, But others say with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment defiled by the flesh. This first point I want to look at, and you'll see here also on our banners, which are going to stay here for some time, to help remind you of what we're looking to do. Our first one is we are going to evangelize. We are going to evangelize. It is that we will go out and love people so much and have compassion on an individual, on a community, on our town, to the point that we pull them out of the fire, that we bring them to Jesus Christ, we share the good news that Jesus is able to save them and rescue them from a crisis eternity. To evangelize, not just to talk about it, but actually to go out and to live the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We'll do this by having gospel conversation and interactions with people. And this is something that we should already be doing, correct? This is nothing new. Evangelization, this is something that our church already has been involved with. And, and I'm not trying to introduce anything new this morning. My desire is that we just elevate it, take it to the next step. That we become more efficient, more effective in having these gospel conversations. The truth is that every believer, if you're here this morning and you're saved, you're a child of God, it is your duty, it is your obligation to share the saving uh, knowledge of Jesus Christ to those that God has placed in your life. It's your duty. Not just to say that I go to church, but that you actually go out and actively tell others, listen, I, I want to tell you what Jesus Christ has done for me in my life. He's a pastor. I don't know a lot about telling people about the, the Lord. I don't know a lot of scriptures. How am I going to do it? It's real simple. Just tell people what Christ has done for you. 
Just share with them that Jesus Christ picked you up when you were lost in sin and, and He saved you by His wonderful mercies and grace. And he has made a difference in your life. We want to evangelize. However, with one day, we want to just do more than tell you to evangelize. We want to provide you with an opportunity to evangelize. See, the truth is, most of the time, we have good intentions to tell people about Christ. We just don't do it very well. And so we want to give you an opportunity to do that. And so part of our Tuesday nights, our one-day ministry, is going to be on Tuesday evenings. All right? It'll be Tuesdays at 6 o'clock. It'll go at time, we'll start with a time of prayer, a good time together. Then we're going to launch out into different aspects of ministry. This evangelization is going to happen through uh, multiple areas, multiple avenues, but primarily it will be by going door to door and just taking people uh, information about how to be saved, about how to know Jesus Christ as your Savior, and introducing them to Christ. And you may be sitting here and you may have already turned me out and thought, I'm not going door to door. Maybe that's not for you, but maybe it is. And so you say, preacher, I, I can't walk, I can't get around very well, I can't go door to door. That's okay, just hold on. We're going to have more ministry for you to do as well. But we do want to go out of our comfort zone and actually take the gospel of Jesus Christ to our community. I would love this morning if our next Sunday our doors are opened up and the laws of our community flood into North Etowah saying, listen, we just want to hear the gospel. Wouldn't that be wonderful? But the truth is, it's probably not going to happen that way. Instead, we're going to have to take the gospel out to them where they're at. It's not good enough for us to say, listen, if they want to know Christ, they know where they can find him. No, that's not what Christ did to me. He came and spoke to me. We want to do that. So we're going to go door to door and be able to evangelize and share with people what Jesus Christ has done. The second ministry that we want to do, the second thing that we are trying to accomplish with this, is encourage. We want to encourage people. That is, we want to allow them to know that somebody is caring for them and somebody prays for them. Galatians chapter 6, verse number 2. The Bible says, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. We fulfill the law of Christ by bearing one another's burdens, is what the Bible says. And so we want to encourage people by helping bear their burdens. I'm guilty of it, and maybe you're not, but I dare say I'm not the only one here. Sometimes when we know when somebody's going through something in their life, it's easy to say, if you need me, call me. You ever done that? Hey, anything, give me a call. Knowing good and well that they're probably not going to call us. And, and so we don't want to say this, listen, if you need encouragement, call the church. We'll try to encourage you. No, we want to be intentional about trying to encourage people. We want to be intentional about bearing one another's burdens. There's three areas, the three groups we want to encourage. First, we want to encourage by encouraging those 
who are facing battles. These battles may be uh, financial, it may be marriage, it may be jobs, it may be health. We're all facing battles. But some people are just going through it. And uh, Brother Rule prayed a minute ago and talked about Brother uh, Rick McCord and boy, the, the battles he's been facing. Well, we want people that are struggling, we want to encourage them. And so we're going to encourage them by two ways, by writing the letters and by making phone calls. And so we're going to have a, a list on Tuesday nights that when you come to your Tuesday night for your outreach, we're going to have a list where you can go through and we're going to have two sections, one area where you can write letters one week, the next week you may want to make phone calls, but we're going to write letters. Sit down. Dear sister, you fill in the blank. I write your name down with North End Law Baptist Church. I know you are going through trials in your life right now. And I want you to know that we love you, that we're praying for you, that we care for you, that you matter, that, that in spite of your hardships, that God still loves you. And just because you're facing hardships doesn't mean that God has deserted you, but he wants to help you through this. We want to encourage people, those who are going through uh, battles. Second of all, by encourage, uh, to encourage those who are straying from God, those who maybe have walked away from the Lord, and it may be individuals you know or, or others. We want to say, listen, we want to encourage you. Uh, you know, it seems like you've walked away from God. I'm not here to throw rocks at you. That's not what I'm here to do. But I want you to know that I love you and I'm praying for you. Sometimes it matters when people know that they matter. And then third, by encouraging those who are disconnected from the church. We have a lot of people who are members of North Edelaw Baptist Church who are not engaged with our church. And so our church in the past has written letters. We've done things to try to re-engage those who have walked away from the church, maybe because of health. Some just got used to or comfortable sitting at home through COVID and never come back. And so we want to encourage them to reconnect with the church. And listen, we're, again, the whole purpose of this, we're not trying to judge or throw rocks at anybody. But we want them to know, listen, I know maybe you haven't been at church in a while, but, but we still love you. You still have a place here. You still matter to the kingdom of God. God still has a purpose and a plan for your life. And we want to encourage them. And so this can be done through also through writing letters and phone calls. And, and so uh, it may be that uh, people that have, are been a part of Sunday school and they haven't come back that week. And, or maybe they missed a couple of weeks of Sunday school. We may call and say, listen, we notice you haven't been at church in a while. We're not upset, but is something going on in your life? They may be having a disaster that has struck their home. And we don't know about it. We want to be able to pray for them. And so we want to actively encourage one another. There's been times in my life, even as a pastor, as a preacher, where I have gotten discouraged. And sometimes somebody was picking up the phone call, a pastor prays and said, Hey, Brother I want you to know I'm praying for you. Uh, man, it picks my spirit up. I can't tell you through the years of passing through my ministry how many times I got up and I was going to church and, boy, I just felt discouraged. And my phones start buzzing that Sunday morning, and there'll be 
different pastor friends around and text me, hey, Brother Randy, just want you to know I'm praying for you today. Thank you. God will use you in a special way. And boy, those words of encouragement lift our spirits up. And so we want to encourage others. The third aspect is to engage. To engage. James chapter 2, verse number 18, the Bible says, but someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. And so we want to, at North Etowah, intentionally engage Etowah and our surrounding area for Christ. We want to engage them. We're going to have a ministry that's called a hands-on ministry, and our desire with this is that times are, the times change next week. We just told you about that. What are you supposed to do when the times change? When the time changes? Supposed to change the batteries in your smoke alarms, right? And your fire detectors. And, and, and so what we might do is randomly we may have go out and have a team go out with a step stool, a ladder, and a pack of batteries and go knock on the door. I say, hey, listen, I'm a North Etowah Baptist Church. I'm not here to get anything from you, but it's the time of year to change your batteries. Can we come do that for you? We just want to show you that we love you. And what the purpose of this is, is we want to intentionally engage our community, our city, so that they know we care about them. We can say we care, but let's show it. Let's engage you. Yes, it's the spiritual needs. We have to meet the spiritual needs available. But also, we must meet the physical needs of them to show them that we care. My daughter, I, I think the ladies were kind of joking on Wednesday night, and they were trying to figure out what they were going to teach this morning for Sunday school. And jokingly, they told Maggie, said, Maggie, why don't you teach one Sunday? Well, Maggie got in the, in, in the car when tonight and said, y'all are not going to believe it. They've asked me to keep saying And so all week she has been studying, getting ready to keep saying school this morning. And as far as I know, she taught Sunday school this morning. But she wanted to teach all of Christ feeding the 5,000. And I think they had... What the, the goldfish crackers, the shadow snacks of the class, go with the lesson. But the truth is, Christ met them spiritually and met their, the crowd's needs. But he also wanted to engage their physical And he did so by the, by the food. So we want to engage our community and display the love of Christ, not just by our faith, but through our words. Fourthly, we want to intercede. We want to intercede. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18. The Bible says, Pray with always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Be watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Praying for all the saints. Romans 10, 1 says, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved. So they're praying for uh, God's work upon them, but also for salvation. And so we want to begin to intercede for our community. That may be Etowah, Inglewood, Athens, Delano, whatever it might be. We want to intercede for our community. To pray for them. 
Now listen, we already have prayer meeting on Wednesday nights, and, and we pray. Uh, we have a prayer list we go through. But I want to, this is going to be intentionally praying for three areas. One, praying for the lost. We want to pray for the lost people in our community. And so we're going to uh, be praying for them. We're going to pray for our community itself. This may be praying for uh, our policemen, our firemen, our, our nurses, our doctors, our first, all our first responders. We're going to have a prayer list. And as your own Tuesday night, you say, Preacher, I can go to the door, but I can write letters or I can pray. We're going to have an area where you sit down. Here's our list of people that we're praying for this week. We're praying for these police officers, these nurses. We're going to pray for them. We're going to have a card that says, I pray for you. We're going to write them just a quick note saying we pray for them. We're going to drop in the mail the mail to them. We want people in our community to know that North Etowah, we're praying for them. Now, would that, make, would that matter to you? If you got a letter in the mail from somebody you didn't even know that said, hey, I want you to know I pray for you by name. Somebody you never even met. That would be impactful to me. What do you think it's going to do to our community when they start finding out that we're praying for them? And so in the third, we're going to pray for our church. Those uh, who are engaged, those who are unengaged, those who are struggling. We're going to have a time of prayer. And they just say, listen, we just want you to know that we pray for you. And then fifthly, we're going to invite. That is, we're going to invite people to our church. We're going to invite them to Jesus Christ. We are going to invite them. Luke 14, 23 says, And the master said to the servant, Go out into the highways and the hedges, and compel them to come in, that my house may be built. We want to invite inactive members to return for the letters and phone calls of encouragement. We want to uh, invite, uh, by taking on the spiritual needs of those who are no longer engaged, and say, Listen, what can we do to help or minister to you? We want to invite people to be ministered to. Okay, we're not, we're not, the whole purpose of this is not to uh, hound people, but it's we want to minister to people. We want them to know that we love them, that we want to serve them. And then lastly, by inviting the unchurched to, to just come and see. Not come and see North Edelman. Not come and see the preacher. Not come and see the music. Come and see Jesus Christ. Come and see the difference that he can make. And so this will be our ministry one day outreach. We are basing this off of our Sunday school classes. If you're here and you're not enrolled in a Sunday school, I want to encourage you, don't leave church today unless you are enrolled in a Sunday school class. Let us know. We will find a class to enroll you in. And our ministry of our outreach is based off of our Sunday school. Also, just to go along with it, we've also, um, we've geared our deacons ministry around our Sunday school. And so Sunday school is the very best thing that North Edelweiss has to offer. It is the place where you can get involved with other people uh, the same stage and state in life. You can encourage one another. You can learn the word of God. Sunday school is the best thing we can offer. I'll even go so far as to say this. If you can come to no other 
service during the entire week come to Sunday school. I believe that. That's how important it is. So we want to base this off of Sunday school. If you have your encounter, your bulletin, um, the one day outreach, it does list. We have four teams that will be making up um, our one day outreach. The first team is Team T. That is uh, Brother Andy Randolph's class from the Jim Gregory Sunday School classes. They will start to kick us off this Tuesday. Um, the second will be Team E of the Todd Ravens class. And the students, our uh, students grades 6 through 12, them and the workers, that will be available for them on the second Tuesday of each month. The third Tuesday of the month is for Team A. That's Sister Karen Randolph's class and Sister Celia's class, the ladies. And so y'all be the third Tuesday of each month. And then the fourth is Jeff Anderson's class, which, praise the Lord, he had a full class this morning. Praise the Lord for that. But also the children's department, preschool, special friend leaders, they will all be on the fourth Tuesday. I understand sometimes things happen. Kids have ball games. Grandkids come in to visit. You're not going to be able to make, even though it's only one Tuesday a month, Sometimes something's going to happen. So every fifth Tuesday of the month, this is going to be kind of a makeup session for anyone that wants to join. And, and I want to specify and make sure I clarify this. Just because you're on Team A and you're the third Tuesday of the month does not mean you can't come any other Tuesday of the month. And so you're welcome to come to this every Tuesday if you want. Um, you say, preacher, I, I can't even drive during the winter. Um, I can't get out at night. Um, I have to stay home. I just can't come to church on Tuesday night. That's okay. We can bring the prayer list or the letter list, and we can drop them off at your house, and right there at your house, you can minister and be involved. So this is a ministry outreach that every individual in our church can be involved in. From the youngest child that can talk, they can pray, all the way up to the most senior adult or the person with the worst health conditions, every person in our church can be engaged in one day. And so my prayer is this. My prayer is that you will purpose in your heart to say, God, I want to grow in my effectiveness in reaching out to our community. That one is the gospel of Jesus Christ, do they not? Our families need Christ, don't they? And if we do not do that as a church, who do we think is going to? It's not just that God asked this of us. I believe like I from scripture, God demands of us that we share the gospel. And this is just a tool for you to do that. Only one day a month for a couple of hours. I'm not trying to make it too little, but I just want to encourage you to be a part of it. Last year, over the previous years, our men on Tuesday nights through the summer months had gone door to door and knocked on every door in Etowah uh, about Europe. And they'd done so with just five or six men. 
What can we do if everyone here gets involved? You don't think we can make a difference for Christ? I believe it. I believe that our baptisms and salvation, those joined the role of discipleship group, should go through the roof. If you and I will purpose in our heart that we're going to make a difference. And so that's what one day is. Um, this is a brief overview. Again, you say, preacher, I don't, I, I don't know what to do. Listen, we've got this streamlined. You come in. If you want to call people, we're almost like McDonald's. We have such a detailed process. We've got written out what you say. And you just say, hey, I'm going to read it off. I'm going to talk to someone. And, and we've got, it's very simplified. We just need you to be here. And so I encourage you to do that. This morning, I want to have our church, if you would, um, those that are able or willing to, I would ask you to join us up front around the altar. And I would have a special time of prayer for our church. We want to pray that God would use this not just as another outreach ministry, but that God would have his hand upon this and that God would help you to be faithful. See, the truth is we can make this plan, we can have all this up, but if you don't show up, we're not accomplishing anything. And so pray that we would, our church be faithful and that God would have his hand upon if you're able, willing to, would you join us around the altar this morning? Let's have a good morning.